Welcome to the American Hard Enduro Podcast. Hey guys, Drew Kirby here with American Hard Enduro. Been a while since we've done a podcast. Uh, unfortunately, Will and I have both been super busy, and there really hadn't been much going on here on the East Coast since TKO. Uh, Enduro Cross has kicked off. I'm sure you guys have seen plenty of coverage on that. Um, and then we had a SEER race. It was supposed to be three weeks ago. Unfortunately, Hurricane Ian came through, postponed it, slash pushed it back a week, and that fell right on both Will and I's kids' fall breaks. We already had plans, and man, we were both super bummed to miss it. Um, seen some videos. It looked like an awesome time. And I think uh, to get a little recap, thought we'd get a guy on the phone who we've never done a podcast with. I don't think we've ever interviewed him. And I, th- I want to say unexpectedly showed up at a SEER race and ended up winning the thing. Logan Bollapew. Logan, how you doing, man? Good, good. How are you? Oh, well, other than being bummed I missed the race and, and like we talked about before we hit record, bummed that it's so cold now. Um, I'm doing well. Just, you know, back to work. And uh, how are you doing? Good, yeah. Busy, same, back to work. You know, it's... Uh the last final push i'm a construction worker so last final push before the end of the season so pretty busy right now but looking forward to a little break over the winter well and before we get too deep into it we could never pronounce your last name and we butchered it about as much as anybody could for a good year or two so uh do i have it right finally yeah it's uh ball of pew okay well I'll, i'll give Jarrett moan credit he was the one who said it's how it should be so uh but so you you work full time, right? I, you work for PDOT, is that right? Uh, yeah, I work for PennDOT. Yeah, okay, Pennsylvania Farmer Transportation. Okay, PennDOT. So, man, before we get into the SEER race that, like I spoke of on the intro, there, let's kind of back up to your season. You work full time. Um, you ride a Sherco. It's uh, I, I don't know how much support you get from them, but man, it's always cool to see you and your whole family at the races. You guys come in a van. Your mom, your dad, um, your now fiance. Congratulations. Um, yeah, thank you. And and kind of just, man, your results this year, I think, kind of came out of nowhere. And, and maybe that's me speaking out of turn, but uh, dude, you got you put it on the podium at the last race of the year. And I mean, Ryder barely beat you. I think I think you he beat you by less than a minute for second place. Yeah. So it was, it was a. Um, I had I started out in Iowa, you know, with a pretty good season. Um, yeah. Well, and and would, just would you end up in Iowa? Because I could not find the results. I looked the results uh, up I everywhere. Wanna say, I want to say six. Okay, because six or seven, something around there. I was right behind Nick. Okay, because Quinn was. It only I could only find the top five. I think Quinn was podium. I'm pretty sure Quinn was podium. Okay. Then it would have been Nick, and then I believe me. Okay. I think is how that went. Okay, so then. You know, your next result after Iowa was bad medicine. You're fifth place there, so you got a top five. Yep, top five there. And then what, the next one would have been Tough Like Roar. Yep. So I had a pretty, I had some pretty bad luck at Tough Like Roar. I had um, a mechanical there and went from, I was running like fifth place, fourth, fifth, something like that, and ended up going back to like 20th um, due to a... um, was it a stator? Uh, an electric. Or, uh, yeah, sorry, uh, it was a voltage regulator. Voltage regulator, that's what it was. And so I ended up running backwards on the track, finding a buddy that had a Sherco, took his battery, threw it in my bike. Um, and luckily, my buddy was spectating at the time, took his battery, 
kept on going, made it about a half mile from the end of the lap and uh, end of the first lap, and it died again. So I ended up finding more parts and got going. By the end of the race, I was in seventh place, but I didn't make the next checkpoint. So um, technically, I was scored for eighth. Okay. So um, it was a it was good considering my considering my issues that I had. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. You still beat me with all of those issues. So yeah, I was, I was, I was bummed, but yeah. still happy with, you know, what, what had happened. Well, and then, so the last race of the year, the other Pennsylvania race, lock and loaded <clears throat> new race for the year. And, and you came out and like, man, I was watching it and you were in second for a while on the last lap, weren't you? Yeah, I, I ended up, it was, it was my, I mean, it was a perfect race for me. It was, uh, to that and, and tough like roar both uh right up my alley with my trials background so you know just just kept picking my way through everything you know and it was tough it was all virgin virgin ground that no one had ever ridden before and i just tried to stay as calm as possible throughout the day and uh you know try to get too worked up if i get stuck or something like that and ended up making a pass on Ryder, and then we got to the fast stuff near the end of the track, and he ended up passing me back um, for second, and I ended up third. I think I was 27 seconds behind him, but it was still uh, I was still pretty pretty pumped on that finish. <clears throat> Dude, that that is super awesome, man. Like I said, I was watching it, and, and I can't remember we didn't I didn't make it back for that race, and uh, just seeing the some of the Instagram stuff when you guys going back and forth, it looked like you were gonna gonna hold on but darn gncc kids right yeah yeah and i got i got a little excited myself and tried a line that i didn't try on the lap before and fell and 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 so lost some time there but all in all it was still a it was a great race well and taking nothing away from Ryder, i I was just giving him a hard time he's had a great season and he's a great rider so all jokes aside yeah he was riding great well, and then, so did you come to TKO this year? I know you hadn't in the past. Yes. Okay, so you yep, did. I did. This was my first year. How, what did you think of it, and how did you end up? I didn't even look at the results because I'd forgotten you were even there. Um, I was, I believe I made it to the main, so I believe I was 16th okay. overall. Okay. Um, it was it was good to, for my first for my first year there. I thought I was I was happy with my finish. Um. Wish I would have done a little bit better. I had some, just some silly mistakes here and there. It was really, really high intensity compared to what, you know, what I'm used to with the long, the long drawn out races that I'm used to at the U.S. Hard Enduro stuff. You know, I have time where I can, where I can pick people off where at, at TKO, it's so such high intensity and so, so demanding and fast. Yep. You know, that I don't really have, I don't, I don't, I come from the trials background, like I said, so I'm a little slower than, than what a lot of these guys are. (laughs) And it was, they stepped it up a lot this year. Again, you haven't done it before, but man, they got rid of a lot of the just Jeep road stuff that leads into the harder stuff on this later second Sunday race. Um, yeah. So that was a good mix of, of harder stuff, still had the fast stuff every now and then, but how, how intense was that final? Yeah, the, so the the first the first couple qualifying races they were right up my alley. I liked them. There was there was a good mixture of fast and hard stuff. But then, but then that finale, man, it was it was just thirty minutes of it was still pr- a pretty 
technical race with like you know the being in that creek almost the whole time oh yeah um you know there was no roads really or anything like that so it was it was extremely demanding for um, for thirty minutes. Well, and I, mean, I told and, and I had to race Saturday, which I th- I don't think you you probably pre qualified into Sunday, I'm sure. But we I don't ever want to ride up that creek again, right out of the grass track. Like you know, we we come out of the grass track, cross the the Jeep road, turn right, and every race we went up that creek. I'm like, holy cow! I just don't want to do that thing anymore. And then you guys did it for thirty minutes, so you probably did what five six laps. Um, but. Yeah, I forget. I think I was, I think I was four, five, something, something. I think maybe four, something okay. like that. Well, at least you got a little bit of the grass track on the way in and on the way out to rest. I bet that get a little yeah. wind moving, let the arms shake out. Yep. Okay. So, congratulations on an awesome season. Like I said, it was uh, you to put it on the podium that last race was was really cool. But so this again, like I said in the intro. Uh, <laughs> The Sear, Brushy Mountain Beatdown, Brushy Mountain Motorsports Complex, where they have Battle of the Goats, uh, for those of you that might not be familiar. Unfortunately, they didn't have Battle of the Goats this year. So for all of us that really love that race, it, we were excited to get to go there. And then Hurricane Ian came through. They pushed it back a week, and and we weren't able to go. So is this the first Sear race you've done? Uh, yeah, I, actually, I think me and my dad were actually talking about this the other day. And I rode Saddleback. Uh, I can't even remember when it was. Maybe mm-hmm. 2019. Mm-hmm. I think it still might have been whenever you guys kind of handled the series. Yep. or yep, that was. However that worked. Um, I rode that. But other than that, that's the first series. One, I was heading for one. <clears throat> I don't know if it was last year or the year before last. Um, at the farm above PTC there. And that one got canceled because of the hurricane. Or the uh the tornadoes that came through okay. down there and they had some flooding. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and that's what I, like I said, when I said rather unexpectedly, you showed up, I know you came and, and then Colton came as well. So, um, yeah. what'd you think of it? What were your thoughts? You know, you've obviously ridden it brushy before, but you know, <clears throat> give me a rundown. How was it? Um, so I was kind of bummed that it got canceled, you know, the, the week before, because it was going to be, it was, it was planted. There's, it was supposed to rain. And so I was planning on riding in the rain. I like, yep. I, it's not my most ideal riding, but I, I'm good at riding in the rain. You know, it's, it's, um, I'm from the East coast. So it's, it's, uh, right up my alley. Well, um, and, but, and it had been so dry and I, and I don't know about you guys up there, but we hadn't had rain in oh, three and a half weeks. I mean, it was almost slick because it was silty. So it definitely needed yeah, the rain about the same way you know up here too so i was i was looking forward to riding in the rain and then it got canceled and i was bombed and then i i looked ahead at the weather and saw it was going to be sunny and you know 70 degrees the whole week so i thought oh maybe that'll be better so i went there pretty i, I went pretty excited about riding race mm-hmm. and i you know, just I like that place, so I was lo- really looking forward to it. Well, and and again, I, I know you know I'm familiar with the property. I know some of the obstacles they put in. What did you think? Because they shortened the course, not the full battle. Of the goats course is like uh, 20 miles, 25 miles. This year, Sears been making the courses shorter, and then usually we'll get three laps. You know, the top guys will get five or six laps. So, you know, what did the course end up being lengthwise, and, and what do you think about difficulty? Yeah, it was actually the difficulty I thought was was pretty on par. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the hardest race. It wasn't 
tough like Roar or uh, you know Sugarloaf hard, but it was it was pretty good for an all around you know everybody. A good it was a the difficulty was perfect. I think so. Um, it was dry. They had that we pretty much ran almost everything. Everything that we did we did before in battle of the goats they just had it was just shorter you know they had yep. less things than, than what they did in battle of the goats there was a couple new new like transfer sections okay. that we've never ridden before where we um you know we're just getting from one hard section to the next hard section or a logging road to down to another road or or whatever but um for the most part everything was the same we ran a couple things backwards we ran um shoots and ladders backwards how, how was which, that backwards it was um <clears throat> so the upper part we had the uh there was that i don't know if you remember from last year there was that big nasty like waterfall that we oh, came yeah. up to oh yeah and we could there was that short or there was that um run around line yep. that went up kind of to the to left. left yeah or across so like we, that huge rock right right yep. so we came down that and that was first, and then we went down into chutes and ladders. So it really wasn't they didn't they didn't let us go down over the the ramp. Okay, they ran us around the ramp, but okay. the upper part was actually the first lap. It was I forget what place I was in going into the first or coming around there on the first lap, but it was nothing. And then I got around there on the second lap, and I kind of just bailed down over that waterfall without thinking about it and there would there was all these riders that had been all over it yeah, and yeah. making it slippery so i was sliding all over the place luckily i didn't go down Oof. and i was a little bit more careful about it the the following laps well and then so in my head like if you're looking at the mountain the battle of the goats you usually start riding the right side of the mountain and you ride all the way to the left like Winsel's water slide which you're familiar with is is right. kind of i would say middle to left did you guys go that far over or was it mainly the right side no, it was mainly all the right side. So we okay. did like chicken fight. Yep. And then it was odd. We did. So we went out like the kind of the single track trail that we always do, the clay hard pack yep. single track, come back, hit chicken fight. And then instead of going to upper chicken fight, we yep. kind of went out to the right again towards the entrance of the property. Okay. To the top of the hill, did Delulo's bypass, then upper chicken fight. And then, and then headed out towards um, the kind of towards the left side of the property property near like behind the cabin or the, uh, you know, the building there. Okay. Gotcha. That's what I was, I was wondering how it seemed like to make it kind of work. You'd have to stay on that side of the property. And um, I've watched a little GoPro footage and um, I, I talked to Ferringer a little bit, Nick Ferringer and, I asked him how it was, and he was like, man, hero dirt. The traction was great. He said there was some stuff that if it was wet would be darn near impossible. Yeah, it was a typical, typical um, battle of the goats, Brushy Mountain. You know, it, it was um, – there was – they they had us do – trying to think trying to think what it was near. And I, I don't know all of the hard sections there, but yep. um, they had us do this, this switchback up over this hill – and across the side hill and it would have been it would have been really hard had there been rain it was a one line thing really really steep i mean i was i was sitting on the back of the back of my bike you know front wheel hovering yep. and pushing at times where if it would have been wet there's no way 
we would we would have been pushing the whole time. Oh, that's and that's uh, some of those times at Battle of the Goats because it's got a lot of logging roads, and you know, anytime they make a logging road, they p- push everything down the hill. So that last yeah. like 15, 20 feet is almost not vertical, but steeper than the rest. And I remember so many times I'm like, I just need to go like eight feet, and I couldn't go eight feet. Yeah, like it, it was just it's so frustrating. And did they send you guys up that little Romaniacs hill that had the Yellow Jackets nest in it last year? I think. No, they didn't. Okay. No, they didn't send us up that. We we kind of rode all around that hill. Okay. I, that that I wish I could remember the name of the hill that I was. Um, I think I know. I was talking about. I think I know because it was. I remember Tristan lapped me there, and I couldn't believe that he got up in the. It's. I know exactly. I think I know exactly where you're talking. It's about. right around the AAT waterfall. Okay. Yep. Area. I believe is where it was. And how did the waterfall ride? I mean, it's one of those things like it looks very intimidating, but it ride it, for me. It's usually ridden. If I have enough energy, you can ride it pretty well. It was good. I went. Um, so I planned on going to the left side. I think it's the same one. I think we're talking about the yep, same yep. one. Oh, yeah. Has kind of a real nice kind of shoot on yep. the left side, and then the right side's kind of pretty steep. Yeah, pretty jagged. So. The first time I got there, uh, Quinn had had held me up a little bit, and so I shot up the right, and then every other it went really easy. So in every other time after that, I ended up just shooting up the right instead of up the left, which was surprising. That wasn't my planned line. My planned line <laughs> yep. was to go up the left, and then I got there and just you know spur of the moment shot up to the right. Well, and it looks like the left side looks it's it's a much smoother shoot and it looks usually drier and you know the right side is jagged and it looks wet and usually when you see yes. rocks that are wet they're slick but that that that's a really weird rock area for me like it surprisingly has traction yeah i know the whole um i i can't believe how much traction all those rocks had i don't know how i had my little mishap there in 2020 or whenever that happened i forget that i fell down <laughs> once with water slide but the the rocks just always seem to have so much traction in that water yeah that's a, you know when you when you pin the bike in second gear wide open it tends not to have traction or something that so take me through the race like i said i haven't heard i i know you ended up winning i think nick was five-ish minutes behind you quinn got third um, you know, take me through, like you said, you said you're behind Quinn. He held you up a little bit, but give me a brief rundown of kind of how everything, how it played out. Yeah. I mean, we all, we all race first off. I had a terrible start, um, came off the line, I think in next to last. Um, so we get out the single track a little ways. Everybody happened to go out and there was like a weird, Normally we go up over the up over this one hill and turn right. At least we had in previous years at Battle of the Goats. And so this year we get to the top of that hill and we turn left. Well, everyone was out there on the right and ran into the ribbon and oh. started spinning back. And luckily I saw it and was able to cut in front of everybody there. And so I got into the lead there from being dead last off the start. And then I think I was probably running seventh or eighth up until that point. Got out ahead, um, made it to chicken fight, still in the lead, got hung up on chicken fight. So then Nick and Quinn got around me, and then we battled. We had good battles from there on out for the first um, probably two laps, I would say. And then I, I got out ahead. 
um, made it to the fuel stop. My dad told me that I was a little bit ahead, so I slowed down just a little bit. And then at one point, I looked back, and there's Nick right behind me. <laughs> and I had been I had been quite a ways ahead of him at yeah. one point. And so I was like, man, I really got to get going. So I took off. Me and him were real close, neck and neck, battling out again. Then I, I ended up pulling away from him and then was in, then, you know, didn't see him from there on out. But um, we we all had, you know, good battles. I was back and forth with all with those guys um, for the first. I think it was, like I said, I think it was the first two, three laps, something like that. Well, how big, how big was the... The gold. So I'm sure if you're listening to this, you know what the sear format is. But it's gold, silver, bronze. A couple different age classes in the silver and the bronze. And uh, usually the gold line, it's hair scrambles, dead engine start. You know, everyone in one row. So you know, sometimes there can be twenty, thirty of us. How, how many guys were there? If you rough. Yeah, I believe there was sixteen. I want to say. Okay, so it wasn't too crazy then. No, it wasn't too bad. But they they. They took the enduro cross track out um, that was there in the pits, mm-hmm. and so we were. I would say we were, you know, hundred foot wide, lined up with all of us, and they funneled us into a little area in, be- in between some uke tires that was maybe twenty feet wide. So we all kind of crammed in there all in one shot, and then we did like a little maze through those tires and then into the woods like we always do. Okay. Um, and then once you got, you know, you obviously got spread out a little bit, any big bottlenecks or do you have any trouble with lap traffic? You know, the way it works, we'll take a, a you know, the gold silver split. We'll, we'll get you behind some of the bronze iron guys at times. Yeah, we didn't have any issues, um, on the first lap. No one, no one had gotten in front of us there, but the, uh, definitely the lap traffic was, I think my first lap, uh, took, my first lap was right around 35 minutes and then we were still going, you know, me, Nick and Quinn were all running the same pace on the second lap and while trying to, but the second lap ended up taking us like 45 minutes, I believe just because of uh, lap traffic. Okay. That's what slowed you down a little bit. Well, um, well, man, that's it. Congratulations. So what'd you think of the first, your first official seer race? You know, is it what you thought hard enough, not hard enough? You coming back, you doing the cliffhanger. What, uh, what are your thoughts on the seer race? It was, it was definitely fun. I'm definitely, uh, looking forward to coming back and doing some more. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make the cliffhanger. Okay. Um, I actually, I was actually looking at looking into doing, I saw that there's two races coming up up north uh one in new hampshire and one in connecticut the same weekend okay and so i was thinking about running up there i have a i was thinking about doing a trials event the same weekend so i have so many conflicting events i'm not 100 percent sure what i'm going to do yet but um i don't think i'm going to make it to the cliffhanger well, that, those all sound much closer than probably what 14 hours to ttc yeah ttc is around 12 and uh i think connecticut's Connecticut's five. I don't know what I didn't look up the New Hampshire one yet, but it's somewhere probably seven, maybe something like that. So not near as far as CTC. Well, the one in um, Connecticut, New Hampshire, are they hard enduros? That's what it said. I saw a flyer that they posted on the Seer website that that said, uh, and it's a sad. The one in Connecticut is a Saturday race, and then the one in New Hampshire is a Sunday race, and oh, and 
Ready? I may be wrong. I don't know, but I know the one. The one I, I think it's called the Boneyard. They said it's a hard enduro. Okay. Um, not a hundred percent sure on the one in New Hampshire yet. I haven't found any information on it. I just heard some hearsay about it. Well, so. I, I know that there's talk of a race up there. I don't know if it's in the series next year, but it may be a regional race that you know to see if it, how it goes, and maybe in the series in two years. Uh, I, yeah, um, Josh actually yep. went up there uh, in between, I believe. Uh, yeah. Roar and Sugarloaf, yep. and spot and you know scoped the place out and said it would said it would be a pretty decent spot for a hard enduro. Yeah, that's what I I thought. That's where I kind of got my information from. So, well, cool. Well, hate you're not going to be down here in uh, in a couple weeks, but my God, it's a week and a half now. It's crazy. Um, but so what's what's the plan for the winter? You got plans for next year? Uh, I know it's pretty early. We haven't even seen a schedule yet. But what's the future looking like? Yeah, um, planning on planning on hitting all the East Coast for sure. Maybe, you know, maybe a couple West Coast. Just still, you know, I'm still riding pretty pretty hard around here. Going to try to keep, you know, keep my skills sharp and um, train over the winter. You know, we get quite a bit of snow, so I do some snowmobiling here. Okay. Um, and riding whenever I can, and then just, you know, once the snow melts, start training again on my bike for the for the season well and then so you, as you mentioned before on the Sherco, you getting help from the factory one guys or you kind of doing it on your yeah, own or, or how's that working it's kind of a uh because my my so my dad's a Sherco Sherco usa dealer so uh, okay he so it's kind of a dealer deal that we have going on with with um Sherco and then my dad Okay, so that I guess you'll be on a Sherco then next year, unless something changes yes. over the winter. <laughs> yes, yes, I'll be on a Sherco. All right, well, cool. Well, um, well, man, Logan, thank you for your time. Won't keep you any longer. Um, anyone you want to thank? Anything else you want to talk about? Um, yeah, I just thank uh, well my mom and dad for doing everything they do, uh, Sherco for helping me out with everything that they do, and. Um, my girlfriend, fiance, yeah, for agree. supporting me and everything, and I think that's about it. All right. Well, what uh, you got a wedding date set yet? Are you? Uh, when's that going to happen? Uh, we're looking at uh, September next, twenty twenty three. All right. You got. Hey, tell her you got to check the race schedule first, right? Yeah. No, well, I did. I said. <laughs> so I said. I said. I need to see that race schedule before we set anything in stone. Oh uh, well, she she seems like a very cool girl. What little times I've talked, but she's always at the races. So I mean, that's half the battle right there. Right. Exactly. So, uh, yep. Logan. Well, man. So, hey. Uh, appreciate your time and uh, appreciate your time and man. Have a good winter. Stay warm up there in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Thanks. You guys too. All right. Talk to you later. See you, Drew. Later. Bye. Welcome back, guys. Hope you all enjoyed that interview we did with Logan Bollapu. Uh, it's great to catch up with him, uh, hear his thoughts on the U.S. Hard Enduro Series, how it went for him, and uh, get a rundown on his first official SEER race, the beatdown at Brushy, where he got on the top step. Um, excited to see what Logan's got for next year. He said he's going to hit up a couple SEER races and uh, try to hit all the East Coast Hard Enduros. Uh, so now to talk about the final round of the SEER Series, a cliffhanger. I'm on the phone with Derek Bratcher. Derek, how you doing? Pretty good, man. How are you doing? Oh, doing good. Ready? Uh, super bummed, like I said in the interview with Logan, that, that Will and I had to miss the beatdown at Brushy. We were both really excited, and it 
it sounds like after talking to Logan and a couple other guys, man, it, it was a good turnout, good event, hero dirt, just enough moisture, but uh sounded like it was a good race. Yeah, I talked to Gary afterwards, and that what he, that's what he said. It was pretty much perfect, and that, that has to be one of the best places on the East Coast to ride. Well, and, and I talked to Nick Ferringer, and I said this in the Logan interview. He was like, man, if it would have been wet, some of that stuff would have been impassable, which, you know, is the hard part about laying a course out, which, you know, you know all too well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of – that's an issue we're having right now is everything is so dry. Yep. But if well, it rains, I'm hoping I didn't go too far on some stuff. Well, and, and we'll get into the course layout. How How is the – so I was gone all last week. Um, we had some rain while we were gone. Um, how, how are things out in the woods? Uh, they've been really dry, but I think it rained last Wednesday, maybe. Okay. And I was up Saturday and it was actually pretty good. That one day of rain made a huge difference. Uh, there's actually puddles in the Creek and the dirt was, was way better than it had been. So it's, it's not too bad. I think there's a chance of rain two days next week up there. So if that comes through, it should be pretty good. Okay, good. Well, we we all know how slick uh, Charles Train Center can be if it, <laughs> if it's wet. Um, oh yeah. So before we get into the cliffhanger, what you know, this is the final round. Like you said, you guys have had I think four races already. Uh, how's the season gone on y'all's end as the promoter slash? Uh, I guess you guys, you do a lot of the trail work. How, how do you guys feel about it so far? Oh, uh, I, I think everything has gone well. And then we you know we we had our races, and then we helped with the TKO a little bit this year, which was which was fun. And uh, I think all in all, it's been a it's been a good year. Well, and I, I know we've enjoyed it. I mean, selfishly, it's so great to have these great. I don't. Know, I hate to use the word great. Uh, some excellent races within <laughs> two to four hours of home, man. It's it's so nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I, I see other parts of the country that's like, man, they don't have anything, and no. uh, I feel kind of bad for those guys, but. Well, and, and thank you guys for putting a series on. I know, I know, I'm going to end this interview with the schedule for next year and how's it looking. But man, at the end of last year, I know you guys were like, man, it was so much work. We don't want to do it. And then you guys came through again this year, and it was it's been a lot of fun. Um, it turned it's, out. it's the same thing again this year, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> we, we get burned out, and yep. then I guess around I guess the first year, then everybody starts kind of forgetting about what we went through, and we we try again. Well, I, that's kind of like racing a hard enduro. You know, when you're doing it, you're miserable and you don't ever want to do it again. And, you know, by the time you get home and Wednesday or Thursday rolls around, you're looking for the next race. Yep, exactly. Um, so, like I said, season so far, everything was good. How how was rider turnout? I mean, I know the first few races, I, I went the first three, I missed the battle at Brushy or the beatdown at Brushy. How's, uh, how's attendance been? Uh, it's been good. It's it's like it always is. You know, the first one's really big, yep. and then we throw a night one in. Of course, that 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 race is usually smaller, but I think we still had a hundred people at that one. Yeah, and um, you know, and I'm hoping we 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 still haven't broke two hundred yet for a race. I keep thinking, oh, we're going to break two hundred. I'm hoping we break two hundred at this one, but oh, there's just a lot going on this time of the year. So if we can have 150, 170 riders, it'll be a good turnout. Yeah, well, and, and I think if you get too many riders, you know, you almost have to start breaking the the classes down a little bit. That's one thing I, I talked to Logan about was, you know, how many gold riders were there at, at the brushy beatdown. And he said he thought there's 15, 16, but you know, some of those, the, the, the lines are just super long, but I mean, I guess hair scrambles, that's, that's how they do it. It, it is. And we, and that's, we, that's something we may look at, you know, if you start having 40 or 45 in a class, we'll, we'll probably split, but for right now it's a good number. Yeah. Well, and it, it's manageable. 
Um, all right, so the cliffhanger, we're coming up here a week and a half. It's Wednesday, October 19th. Um, I've been seeing some of the posts. I've seen some of the, you know, I'm not a fan of downhills. Apparently, there's some big downhill that I'm not even, I don't even want to know about. But uh, how's, how's the layout coming? Uh, let me hear about it. Yeah, so I extended, and I don't even know what we've been calling that, off-camera section from last year. I think that kind of got everybody a little bit. Oh, I extended it all the way over to the downhill mountain bike trail that comes out of Troy's house. And really? uh, and then when you get over there, you've got to go down. And I think that's the downhill everybody's talking about. Okay. Well, and, and I think, I don't know if I've talked about it on a podcast, but that that was like the ender for me, that off-camera section. And it just kept going and going and going. And we went back. I think you were there. Uh, we were we were there for somebody's birthday, maybe Sam's birthday, and it was dry conditions, and it it's gotten ridden in. But I would have bet a million dollars that thing was four to five miles long, and it was it, we did it in like twenty minutes in the dry. What was it like a quarter miles? What you told me later that day? Probably it's not that long, and uh, um, but it's just so technical. Yeah, and it, and it, it's dry right now, but the the leaves are about to drop. Oh, they're they, and it's gonna co- it's gonna cover that line up, and yep. so I think it may come back around as far as being hard. Well, and then, you know the other the, the leaves up here pretty much dropped. Like we're probably fifty percent down, and the other problem is the leaves hold moisture under them. Like granted, we don't have much moisture in the ground now, but if we do get some, you know, that keeps the sun and the wind from getting to it, and it'll make it even more slick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay, so. Um, uh, well, it, one thing well, I meant to say this earlier when you mentioned you guys helped out with TKO. I'm so glad they used some of the Sear course. It was so much better than years past. And I know I talked to you about it after the race, and and you know jo- Josh Shecker did a lot of it, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was good to use it. I hope it didn't destroy the trails too bad, but they needed to change it up. And and I'm glad you were able or not able. I'm glad you were willing to let them use some of that stuff. For, for sure. I mean, it, uh, the, the stuff I saw, thought, man, this is actually a race I'd like to do. I did TKO three or four years ago, and it was like, oh, I don't want to go this fast, you know. And now it's it seems more of a technical hard enduro. Well, and that's what it should be, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's what Logan said. It was his first time doing it last year, or this year, excuse me. And he said the same thing. But you know, last year, 2021, it was, I mean, wide open and dusty and fast and not enjoyable. Um, all right, mm-hmm. so back to the cliffhanger. What, what are we in for? You know, obviously you said you extended that off-camber section. Um, how many splits? We doing the wash? Like, you know, run us through the kind of layout. We are. And I tell you, it's, so I had Hunter come up last weekend, and he loves single track. So he added another mile of fresh single track off the start. So that puts – should be about two miles of just really, really good single track. It almost feels like a national enduro, and oh, then you like get that. around to the wash, though, and it turns into a hard enduro. Um, <laughs> there's – there's three splits this year. Okay. Um, and I, I, I take it back. There's three checks and only two splits. The The second half of the course ended up being so long, I was afraid everybody was going to get stuck out there and not make a third split. Um, so I added check. a split towards the end just to pull time. Excuse me, a check just yeah. to pull time. Okay. And, uh, but I've got two long splits for everybody this year. Oh, wow. Okay. So I assume the wash would be one split. It is. You go up the wash and it, goes all the way from the wash to basically Troy's house. Oh, wow. So um, then, yeah, it's a on. long, long split. And it's, it starts with a lot of the stuff we did at the night race. I yeah. think you remember some of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's a good section. Oh, no, 100%. Well, what about – um? so then that's one split. I assume another split would be Easy Creek if we're doing Easy Creek. 
yes. Okay. Um, we are. So the, the way I'm the, the second split works is you'll come into the Red Bull check. Uh, we'll do that same hill climb that we did at night, uh, pro hill, and then kind of off camber, then oh. out. Oh, heck. And then from, yeah, everybody's favorite, I think. <laughs> are you sure? And, uh, <laughs> okay. And, uh, do we have to? And Is it there, dry? You, you go all the way up uh, Easy Creek. And friends of benefits, and then back down. That's one one long split. Well, and God, so hold on. Let me let me run through this in my head. Is is the big off camber section up above the wash? Because I thought it was up above Easy Creek. And no, no, no I'm sorry, it, friends it, with it, benefits. It's above uh, the wash. Okay, I, I I again in my head, I had it more to the right of the mountain than that. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So, well, at least at least we'll be somewhat fresh when we when we do it the first time. <laughs> yep. Because I don't even know. I didn't do it twice. I don't think I made – when I – at the cliffhanger last year, I only went through there once, I'm pretty sure, because I know I didn't want any part of it again. Yeah, it, it looked it, it, it looked like it was hard. I saw a few guys do it a couple times, and a few guys played on it uh, after the race just to see if they could do it again. But I'm hoping that, you know, since it's not dark and you can see all the roots and the rocks, it might be a little easier because there's probably going to be twice as many people on it this year. Yeah. Um, Man, okay. That's a lot to wrap my head around. Okay, so two splits. First split's at the wash. Then that goes all the way up to the off-camber over to Troy's house, down the downhill. Um, mm-hmm. And then the second split will be at the Red Bull Ravine, which was the TKO hot lap area. Then, um, So I guess you'll split the gold-silver guys. They'll go up that hill and then down into the ravine and all the way up. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. Right. The one, one, the they'll just kind of make the left and head over towards Easy Creek. There's some new single track in there to okay. to get back over to there, and then Easy Creek, uh, where you got out and did that hill climb that had the big flat rock and yeah. all that on it. Oh yeah, I cut that out. You go from road to road on Easy Creek. You don't get out of the creek till you get up to the next road. Oh, is that is that worse or better? <laughs> uh, I like the hill better because I can climb hills better than i can get get creek sections but uh Ooh. i think it's going to be tricky okay because because oh man we're we're derek's talking about that flat rock got me and then once you get above it you can't get going um because that was all in the night race wasn't it we came down it at tko and then at the night race mm-hmm. we had to get up it because i think that's where david knight lapped me and i think greg Nolf and i were in there together um and he struggled to get out of he got around the rock and kind of went around out to the right of the, the old logging road and then came back in. Yeah, um, yeah. There, there, there were some lines that, that went around all of that. And so instead of trying to block all that stuff off and keep everybody in it, we just stayed in the creek. Okay. Well, and I'm not saying he was going around because I took the line too, and it wasn't easy. <laughs> right. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, I don't know how far that you could have gone and get around it. Okay, well, I've never even looked up above there. So I, I know you – I think I did see a post where Easy Creek had gotten longer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and we added another section above that too. That I think, I think is going to, in my opinion, it's going to be the hardest section on the the really? course. Harder than off camber trail. Oh yeah, it, yeah. I I did the off camber the other day and it was dry and I got through there okay. Yeah. I've tried this other section twice and I just I want to quit riding dirt bikes when I get up in there. It is just is it it's horrible. Like big big rocks, you got to get up or just. It's steep and loose and just rocks. Like I can almost get it, and then you get kicked, and you've almost just you got to start over. You go back down, and and oh. I pretty much just push the whole time when I get in there. It's it's kind of miserable. Uh, that, that, <laughs> I, I like those big rocks with traction that don't move, <laughs> so you can ride. You know, I don't like that loose little crap because 
Oh yeah, like you said, if you if you don't as soon as you lose that momentum, you you got to go back down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's how this is. And you're you're it's all switchbacks basically. Okay. And switchbacks and loose rocks, and like I said, you almost have it, and then you'll you'll hit something, and the back end will slide out, or the front end will slide down, and it's you just can't pull it back up, so you go back down and try it again. Well, I, I hope the honestly, you know, it's it's usually such a fun weekend. I know you guys traditionally have the awards after the race, kind of the year season and stuff. Um, hopefully the weather's good. It's cooled off here. It's a little too cold for my liking at the moment. You know, we were below freezing the last two mornings. And uh, and so, but hopefully this weather holds out. Maybe we can get a little rain next week and, and put a little moisture in there, but not too much. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think uh, mid-60s during the day and mid-40s at night, so it should be perfect. Oh, yeah, that, that'll be good. As long as it's not raining, we'll be good. Um, all right, so what, anything, any other uh, – notable course i guess uh hard spots like oh god i just drew a blank what's the name of it um uphill swamp you need the stuff behind the cabin um any of that stuff gonna be in it it, it is we're, we're right. gonna do the the swamp and then come back down behind the cabins we don't go any further than in in the sections behind i guess the the i'm trying to think of what the water hole is back there we're, that that's not in the race. Okay. Um, well, and then are you talking about the creek that comes down behind the cabin? We came down several times at TKO. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You'll 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 come down through there and then actually cross Enduro cross track and into the pits. Okay. Now, do we have to go out that stupid creek that we went out every race at TKO? Because I said I'd never wanted to ride that creek again. Uh, which creek are, are you talking? Uh, you know, we did we did grass track, and then we crossed the Jeep Road, and we went in that that creek that parallels the Jeep Road up towards the Red Bull Ravine. We just we literally hit it every race. That's the way we started. I run a little bit. You know how I, I usually do the starts for the cliffhanger. Yeah, you, you just yep. I, 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 it's the same thing, All but right. I'm I'm only running about half of it this year. Okay, because man, I, you know, and of course it's just me complaining, but uh, <laughs> oh, you know, it's like every time I thought I had a line, I, I couldn't stay on it. Yeah, and that's it, it's only about half as long this year. That stuff takes so much tape. Yeah, and it's keep, like uh, I just don't really feel like putting it all in. Yeah, well, we we saw some video from the Brush Mountain beatdown where someone just kind of decided they didn't want to stay in the tape anymore and rode through it and rode back through it. So I was quite surprised they left that in their GoPro. Uh, no, I, right. I, that that stuff just blows my mind. I'm like, why even show up, sign up, and pay the money if you're not going to stay on the right. course? Yeah, well, and and they've all I. I don't want to say they've never laid trail out, but never put a race on because so much work. I mean, it, it know, is. putting all that ribbon up and, and then taking it down, but just to blatantly run through it. And I, it's one thing if you, you know, get squirrely and go through it, but uh, anyway, so, all right, um, back on course, any, any other thing. So you said, eat, uh, uphill swamp, uh, down behind the cabin through the enduro cross. And then that'll kind of start a lap over. Yep. Yeah, okay. that's that's exactly how it goes. All right, um, and so I assume it'll be a traditional the traditional four hour format, ten a.m. Yes. start. Um, you know, rose, I guess, gold, silver, little silver, young silver, I should say, um, mm-hmm. bronze, young bronze, and then iron. Yeah, you know, okay. we, we had tried to do a e bike class or electric bike class, and yep. uh, I don't know. I guess those guys couldn't get the batteries charged back up after a TKO because <laughs> we haven't had anybody sign up for that. So that's that's not going to happen. We'll, we'll probably try again next year on that. Well, and I know Bernard is a big proponent of the e-bikes, and he's got a lot to do with it. And I don't, I know he had some stuff to do with Alta. I don't know if he, how much he's gotten involved with the Stark that's coming out in the Varg. Um, but I think he had a lot of persuasion to get draw some people in. 
Um, for sure. Whether for he sure. helped them monetarily to get here or not, I don't know. But I was surprised. Yeah. Uh, but there was such a good turnout. All right. So, um, and then, like I said, I assume there'll be year end awards after the event. Yep. Uh, in the pavilion, we'll have all that set up. We've got some giveaways. Uh, we've got food there. Um, I'm not sure exactly what time that'll start. Probably four, maybe. Okay. I guess it just depends on what time everybody gets done and what time Gary gets up there with the, the year-end points. Yeah, well, and I, I know it's all, always fun trying to calculate all that right after the race. Um, and, and speaking yeah. of Gary, is he going to be back in time, you think? He gets back Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, and and for those that don't follow Gary Barr on social media, he is in Turkey for the, what, Sea to Sky? Yes, that race looks awesome it, it uh, and i've had several people tell me if you're gonna do one go do that one it's on the beach you're at a resort the the, the wives love it because you're you know it's like a vacation it's not in romania and staying in little huts or anything it's you know a nice place yeah um but and, and i don't know i'm sure you've seen his post or you may have talked to him but it sounded like the prologue didn't go too well for him yeah, I think he got stuck between the, the rocks and a fence. I'm sure he was he was trying to go around something. Hey, it was within the, the fence, so he was fine. He just got stuck, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's how he ended, was stuck in the fence there. Oh, man, well, that's unfortunate. Um, all right, so anything else you want to talk about about the cliffhanger? I know you made a couple notes. Did we hit all the high points? I think so. Like I said, we're going to have food. We're going to have all of our sear stuff there. I actually ordered some uh, zip-up hoodies. We're going to have those for sale. Oh, we got cool. stickers now for sale. So okay. you got some bring it and buy some stuff. Well, I know that there was some uh, some guys talking before the Brush Mountain Beatdown and asking if you guys were going to have some, some shirts and stuff there. So hopefully whoever that was will make it down to uh, TTC for the cliffhanger. Yep, I, I think they're going to be there. All right. Well, and you know, the only thing left I've got is, is scheduled for next year. You guys thought about it at all, or is the burnout so real you haven't even thought about it? We have, and it's 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 real. I mean, we're 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 going to do something. We're not sure what. A okay. couple of guys that we're going to do something. I don't think they're going to do it now. So it's uh, we're just trying to figure out how many we can we can put together. Okay. Well, and and I know it's not public yet, but the U.S. Hard Enduro schedule is going to have a big shakeup. So. Some of the East Coast races that are traditionally more in the middle of the summer are going to be late spring, early summer, I think. Nothing's official yet. Um, so, you know, maybe we need to talk to, to Josh before, if y'all do start looking at dates, and, you know, we can probably get a, get you guys a preliminary schedule to, you know, kind of work around. Because I'd hate for, you know, any conflicts. Yeah, I've actually been talking to Matt. Okay, and, perfect. Uh, that's great. I don't think that's going to be a problem this year. Okay, all right, good. Well, and that was one thing that, you know, both Matt Musgrove and, and Josh, who run the U.S. Enduro Series, really wanted to meet you guys because they were like, we don't want any conflict. We want to work together. Because, um, you know, it was unfortunate. What race? The night race, I think it was, yeah. was scheduled on top of yeah, Ohio. Ohio, yeah. And that just hurts everybody. Yeah, no, 100%. Well, and it's just, uh, like you said, it hurts everyone, and it hurts you guys, it hurts them, it hurts us as racers because – We've got to choose, and instead of having two awesome weekends, you have to pick and choose, and you only get one or one race right. out of it. So, uh, but no, that that's great. We all need to work together and hopefully keep this thing rolling. Um, well, Derek, thank you for your time. Uh, look forward to seeing you here, and like I said, a week and a half. I can't believe it's here. I thought when we got back from fall break, I thought I had three weeks, two weekends, and three weeks before the race, and I got back, looked at the calendar, and I was like, oh man, I got some work to do. <laughs> 
it's here. Yep, yeah. It's here. It is here. So I'm going to try to get one ride in, I think, before the race. And uh, oh, we'll see. Hopefully, you know, maybe do a little mountain biking to stay in somewhat shape. But, yeah. But, man, Derek, thank you for your time. Thank you all for everything you've done, putting the series together. And I look forward to seeing you. Yep. Thanks, man. I'll see you next weekend. All right. Talk to you later. All right. See you. Bye. Bye.